expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 359 points this morning from yesterday's close at 15,291 on turnover of 15.8 billion NT. The TIEX opened strong today as the island returned after a long Lunar New Year holiday. Shares surged following a steep rise on Wall Street led by tech stocks over the 10-day break, and Taiwan tech stocks followed suit, led by shares in semiconductors. Legislative Speaker Yoshi Kun will travel to the United States on Tuesday to speak at a summit on religious freedom and attend the U.S. National Prayer Breakfast. Yo would depart for the U.S. tomorrow and deliver a speech on Wednesday at the International Religious Freedom Summit in Washington, D.C. Yo will then attend the prayer breakfast, an annual gathering of political and religious leaders in Washington, on Thursday before taking a flight home from New York the next day. He had originally planned a nine-day visit to the U.S., but condensed his schedule due to domestic political factors, including the swearing-in of a new cabinet and the legislature's review of a proposal to distribute surplus tax revenue to the public. The legislature's new session will begin on Wednesday. In international news, bomb-carrying drones targeted an Iranian defense factory amid heightened tensions in the Islamic Republic. AP correspondent Sarah Nafa reports. The Iranian Defense Ministry offered no information on who it suspected carried out the attack, which came as a refinery fire separately broke out in the country's northwest and a 5.9 magnitude earthquake struck nearby, killing three people. However, Tehran has been targeted in suspected Israeli drone strikes amid a shadow war with its Mideast rival as its nuclear deal with the world powers collapsed. Meanwhile, tensions also remain high with neighboring Azerbaijan after a gunman attacked the country's embassy in Tehran, killing its security chief and wounding two others. Details on the Isfahan attack remain scarce. A defense ministry statement described three drones being launched at the facility, with two of them successfully shot down. A third apparently made it through to strike the building, causing minor damage to its roof and wounding no one, the ministry said. I'm Sarah Nafa. A passenger bus has fallen off a bridge and caught fire, killing 40 people in the crash in southern Pakistan. A government official in the town of Bela says the bus was speeding when it crashed into a pillar and fell off the bridge on Sunday. Four survivors are being treated in a hospital for their injuries. Separately in Pakistan's northwest, at least 10 children died in a boating capsizing on Sunday while they were out on a picnic. Local police said the boat apparently overturned because it was too crowded. And finally, Turkey's president has suggested that his country might approve Finland's application for NATO membership before taking any action on Sweden's.
The two Nordic nations applied jointly to become members of the military alliance following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. In a pre-recorded video released on Sunday, President Recep Tayyip Erdogan indicated that Turkey might sign off on only Finland. Turkey has accused Sweden of being too lenient towards groups that it deems as terror organizations or existential threats. The Turkish government late Saturday issued a travel warning for European countries due to anti-Turkish demonstrations and what it described as Islamophobia. The warning came after pro-Kurdish groups held protests and an anti-Islam activist burned the Quran in Stockholm. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.